across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Have you ever thought of our continent in this way, that we have the most diversity when it comes to large mammals, so big Big animals, antelopes, elephants, zebras, uh, giraffes, that kind of thing. We're also the last uh, continent that has what are called megafauna. In other words, animals over one ton. So think of an elephant, for example. It's really interesting. Professor Era Monagem is a professor in the Department of Biological Sciences at the University of Eswatini. Professor, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. What happened to all the other megafauna? They used to be very large animals in other continents. Ours have survived. Theirs haven't. Why not? That's a very interesting question, and there's no simple answer to the question. However, just to to uh, outline it, South America had 20 different types of megafauna over one ton 18,000 years ago. They are now gone. And North America had more than Africa, Asia and Eurasia had more than Africa in terms of these megafauna. They're all gone. And uh, part of the answer lies in climate change, but the biggest factor undoubtedly is the presence of humans, that uh, modern humans that uh, came out of Africa and uh, entered those new lands. I mean, North, North America famously had millions of bison, and they were all killed. Yes, and the bison would have not been counted as megafauna. They were one of the medium-sized mammals. There were much larger mammoths and uh, woolly rhinoceroses and other things running around in North America. Okay. The true giant. You talk about uh, how geography shapes animals. So, for example, you have things like shrews and bats. And these animals have been shaped by the geography. Have they also been shaped by the presence of human beings? Um. I, it, that answer is much more difficult to answer. The geographical answer is, is pretty simple. All animals uh, have barriers to their distributions, things that they cannot cross easily. If you have a river, a shrew may not be able to get across it easily, but a bat can fly across. And that has implications for the species that are present on either side of that river. When it comes to humans, then uh, we've got to think uh, in terms of the habitat alterations we've made to this planet. We've created farmlands, we've created homes, and uh, these have created new habitats that certain small mammals thrive in, uh, but others do not. And in that way, yes, we've shaped the communities of small mammals considerably. Uh, big mammals too? I mean, do we actually have an impact on where they live? And I'm thinking in my head almost of elephants in, in the Kruger National Park, but I haven't really seen them in many other places. Of course, we've wiped out large numbers of our large mammals across the continent. Um, we, we, we do not live easily side by side with uh, megafauna, with elephants, rhinos. They're dangerous to us, so we've killed them or we've hunted them for their horns and for their tusks. The larger sized mammals we have exterminated mostly because we need the meat. So, yes, we've created big divisions and it's becoming more and more clear Large mammals are uh, only found in protected areas. And uh, outside of those protected areas, they've more or less been decimated. Is it going to get worse as climate change gets worse, as things get hotter and drier in southern Africa? Much, much worse, because in the past, when climate changed, animals would track the habitat. So as, uh, as the savannas 
moved from lower elevations to higher elevations, the animals would have tracked those. But now with fences around protected areas, if Kruger Park gets drier, those animals have nowhere to go. They are going to be stuck by those fences. Sure. Thank you very much indeed. Professor Arat Monajem is a professor in the Department of Biological Sciences at the University of Eswatini.